everyone. Welcome to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. My name is Travis and I am here with my wife, Dawn. Hey guys, welcome back. So fun to have you back with us today. I know, it's a great moment in our week. We say this all the time, but we love connecting with you guys and we love focusing on marriage. And this has been a good week for us to be able to focus on our marriage because we are about ready. We're doing the final preparations to jump on an airplane and to finally go on our 30th anniversary trip. Oh, I'm so excited. It's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. Like we get to jump on a plane in just a few days and we're gonna fly into Boston and go hang out in Maine and climb a mountain in New Hampshire and just explore a whole new part of the country we haven't been to before. Yeah, we get to eat a ton of blueberries. Yeah. I hear they have blueberries <laughs> out there and lots of good different kinds of pastries. It's going to be so and good. Seafood. And then I think seafood. Right. Lots of seafood. I was thinking of the sea because there's going to be whales. They say you could oh, do whale cool. watching oh, out there. Oh, that would be fun. It'll be great, um, but we are excited and just want to celebrate 30 long years together. Or should I say short years because they went by it, in like... It feels like yesterday. Five minutes. <laughs> I know, <laughs> went, I still feel like 19. Went so fast. Yeah. Exactly, but fun years. Well, I had something interesting happen to me the other day. I got in my car. I was driving to work. I only work about five minutes from our house, and as I was driving to work, I came to a stop sign and I hit the gas pedal, I started to go again. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this huge bald eagle, it flew down right in front of my car. It spread its wings out because it was slowing down. Now I was going about 30 miles an hour. So it was doing at least that fast, maybe 35. It was staying out in front of my hood of my car. But this huge eagle, it came down in my lane and then it reached down and it grabbed something off the road. And then it it kind of pulled up and flew oh, wow. away. That and sounds this, horrible. That sounds it, terrifying, actually. <laughs> it was jarring. Yeah. I mean, at first, because they're such big birds. Yeah. I mean, it almost seemed like a prehistoric, like, you know, dinosaur flying <laughs> creature that was coming in because I was still waking up. It was the morning and, and I probably didn't have enough coffee yet, but it flew in and it was just so majestic and beautiful. And that's just not something that ever happens. I mean, usually they'll land on the side of the road, grab something and fly away. But this particular eagle was after something. It was after, and it wasn't until I saw what it picked up that I realized it was after a squirrel that was dead on the road. It picked it up and it flew away. And immediately, because it was so jarring, it was so big, it was such an experience that I've, you know, I've just never had before, like a once in a lifetime experience that I remember I came home later that day, Don, and I told you the story. And what was the first thing that you said to me? I think you told me the story, but then say, what do you think that meant? I'm like, right away, I was like, you got to be careful. Like, I think it's a warning sign for some reason. Yeah. Just be careful. You like, said it was a bad sign. Yeah, I, did. Like, I thought it was a bad sign. Like, it's bad when an eagle jumps yes. down in front of you, swoops down yeah. and picks up a dead creature <laughs> off the road. Yeah. And I was like, what? A bad sign? Are you kidding me? I immediately thought it was a good sign. You did. You I did, thought, thought opposite of me. something good was about to happen because this big eagle, you know, was picking up something dead off the road. And I thought, okay, this has a good meaning. You thought it has a be careful, dangerous meaning. And it's kind of funny. So we mulled that over for a little bit. And I eventually realized that I felt like God was just speaking to me that when we pray, when we stay close to him, it's it's kind of like out of Isaiah, you know, we're like that, that eagle and we mount up and we have strength and we soar really high. 
but we could, when we're far away from God, we're kind of like a squirrel. We're dead in the road. We're at the bottom of the food chain, but the eagle is at the top of the food chain. No known predators. And so that's what I felt like it was a spiritual meaning. I remember we, after we were talking, we kind of looked at each other and we laughed because we had completely different perspectives. Like, opposite a thousand percent had tried to create meaning from this eel and it was opposite well then there's a story about a month ago we went on a date and we ended our date that evening by going to target we were just gonna go browse the clearance racks and just kind of hang out because something that we do every once in a while on a date night and while we we're in the store a lady came up with her cart about half filled with food and she had a child in her cart as well and she looked at us and she asked if we would pay for her food she did yeah it was a bit shocking actually because that doesn't happen typically in any store but especially in target and because of the mode that we were in again here we were on a date and it kind of caught us off guard a little bit so i asked her just a few more questions you know about her life and if she had family or friends and so she began to give me this story But something kind of didn't seem right. Like it seemed like, hey, she may have done this quite a few times. Um, But at the same time, I was like, you know what? This must be a test. God's probably testing us to see if we're going to be generous or or not. But that was my perspective. But what was your perspective? Yeah, my perspective was uh, could be a test, but I, I was more thinking that this lady seemed like you said something wasn't adding up and I was really concerned that she was trying to take advantage of us but probably had done that to a lot of different people in fact my gut was saying this had probably happened many times in that same spot in that same store you know days in a row yeah and so we went up front we brought her up front we we right away we're like okay we'll pay for your groceries but we're gonna follow you up there we'll go pay for them and then we went up and as we were starting to pay for them, uh, you were kind of giving her information on how to get more food in the future. Yeah, I was trying to give her resources from the county and uh, just food banks and other things. Because, yeah, we could pay for her groceries, but if this was an ongoing problem, we wanted to make sure that she had some resources. So then we paid for her food and she walked away. Well, the manager came up and Sure enough, the manager, you know, said exactly what you thought. Like this lady had been there quite often and it was kind of this thing that she was doing regularly and it was kind of more of a scam. Yeah. So we had completely different perspectives of this lady coming up to us. Mine, again, was it a a test from God or yours? Was it a scam? Right. But completely opposite. Yeah, completely opposite. And I think what was great about us processing it afterwards is we were able to say, well, you know what? If it was a test, we passed it. But if it's... you know, we were being taken advantage of. We won't allow that to happen again. But we both yeah. felt good and we knew we did the right thing. So we tell you the eagle story, uh, the crazy eagle, you know, swooping down in front of my car and the story of the lady with the groceries in her shopping cart and her child. We tell you that story because those are examples of how you and I, Don, we had different perspectives yeah, and those did. different sure perspectives could have caused conflict or an argument. And I could have said, what are you talking about? You're crazy. That eagle's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. And we could have gotten in an argument about whether we should pay for this woman's groceries and had a conflict over it. But it was fun, actually, in both of those situations. It was a benefit to hear each other's perspective. It sure was. To hear and see from a different person. Well, there's also those times in marriage where there's small, little, goofy things that there's just two different perspectives. And a lot of times those perspectives are just from how the way that we were raised. Like you and your family, you guys use plastic wrap. 
We did. And our family used aluminum foil. Like I like aluminum foil. When I use plastic wrap, it just not, you know, gets in a big ball really quickly. It's hard to deal with. It's hard to use. But it works. I love it. (laughs) Or what about the peanut butter? Like you prefer Jif and I prefer Skippy. Like we have Jif in the house. You won that one. But that's just a perspective that you grew up on Jif. I grew up on Skippy, but it doesn't mean either of them are wrong. It's just perspective or an opinion. Yeah, and it's funny because each one of us could probably give five reasons why we like our peanut butter better than the other person's peanut butter, but they're not worth it. They're Skippy not is still worth better. arguing over. <laughs> Skippy is still better. <laughs> well, now I haven't had it so long. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just going to be used to Jif. I don't know. So here's what we've learned. In marriage, there's a temptation to allow different perspectives to really cause friction or conflict. And in reality, those perspectives are not a curse. They're not a bad thing. In fact, they are gifts from God. God gives us each other and the perspectives that come with our spouse to be able to kind of create that 360 degree picture of the world around us, like reality around us. And with those different perspectives, we also get wisdom to decipher different experiences and different people, just like the eagle and the woman and target. We are stronger together than when we have only one limited perspective that really sees the world through one filter or one angle. It's kind of cool to think about in marriage, when we have two perspectives, we actually have 10 senses and four eyes and four ears. It's the ability to pull in so much more meaning of what is occurring when we have all of those things. Rather than just my two eyes, we actually have four looking at a situation. Yeah, it's like a dry sponge when there's water on the counter and you take that dry sponge or towel and you put it there. It just like sucks, sucks it, it up. up. Yeah, yeah agree, you, yep. you're able to pull in so much real meaning in life and real like what is going on with this situation, this person and understand it better. You know, it's really cool though because it really gives us a chance to process what could really be happening because we have someone to talk it through with. Like I have, I'm look, I can look at you and say, Travis, what do you think of the situation? And you can give me your perspective. And a lot of times if I'm frustrated or angry or, or discouraged, a lot of times your perspective actually helps me feel better. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Because emotions can betray you and cloud our perspectives yeah. or cloud reality. And so, yeah, getting the sounding board and getting the perspective of your spouse is so cool. And that really, I think, is a, a huge benefit in terms of we get twice the wisdom. Two heads are better than one. So we have each other's perspectives. We also have the brain power of two different people. And that means that we have the ability to then take it to the next level and choose multiple interpretations to one single Mm. event. And when we can do that, when we can interpret it in multiple ways, it's like, oh, which one is the most accurate? And being able to choose that particular one. So again, last week we were on a run and we were talking about the different stories and the different perspectives. And I just looked at you and I'm like, I'm so grateful that I have you to bounce different things off of. And I'm like, instead of looking at two different perspectives of negative and causing conflict, we need to celebrate that we have different perspectives. I actually was reading an article by Stefan Serdek, and he is a professional speaker, life coach, and an author, but he wrote this article on how perspective helps your relationship grow. And he had some really good points in this article and really celebrating perspective rather than making it look at something as something that's negative. But he says in his article, in our daily lives, we often confuse our personal perspective with reality. In these moments, our belief is that our perspective is reality. But is that always the case? 
What could be different in your life if you could see all perspectives hold some truth? I like that because our own personal perspective isn't necessarily the truth. It's just how we are viewing something. And I'm sure you guys, many of you have heard that saying that my perspective is my reality, but I think that can be true because if we only have one perspective, that's how we're going to feel it as reality, but we need to understand the difference between the two. What's the difference between perspective and reality? Yeah. And I think the clarifying piece to that is my reality. Just because it's my reality doesn't make it the truth. Doesn't make it everyone's reality. And we need to be in touch with everyone's reality. What is the honest truth? And I think it's really important to know what is the difference between perspective and reality. Stefan goes on in his article and says this, perspectives are the way we see the world as individuals. It is your personal point of view. And among other things, it comes from different things such as your life experiences and values, your current state of mind, assumptions and baggage you bring into a situation. So that's what a perspective is. It's our personal point of view. And a lot of times though, it's shaped by our past experiences. But what's the difference between that and then reality? Well, he goes on to say reality is different because we share a form of it with other people. Did you ever notice how the more perspectives we get on a situation, the closer we get to reality? Yeah, that's a really good piece of wisdom. And to be able to bring those perspectives together to get that solid you know, kind of thread of what truth is, of what reality really is. Mm. It's kind of like, whoa, the light bulb comes on and the dark room is no longer dark. Now you can actually see. And that is a really good thing. Great piece of wisdom from him. So what can we do if we're in the middle of a conversation and we have two completely different perspectives and it begins to cause conflict? Because we know like, if I'm saying something and you're saying something opposite, we kind of want to get defensive, don't we? Yeah. And it's kind of like two cars that are on a, you know, a two lane road and they're headed towards each other. And if two cars run right into each other head on, it's bad. And it that, is, yeah. that is exactly what can happen with two different perspectives in a marriage. It's funny because we often will see a gray house and you think it's blue and I think it's gray. Like, I don't know why, but that's just a different perspective. You, you have a different lens than I do that is just so by the way weird. we see. And I'm like, exactly. wait, what do you mean that's blue? It's not blue, it's gray. And we kind of go back and forth, but it's not something worth having conflict over. It's just, we literally see that color as two different things. And I'm right. So no, not. it's not worth having you're conflict not. over. <laughs> but there are other things that it really does cause serious conflicts, but it's just Truly, it's only two different perspectives. So what do we do? What do we do if this different perspective is causing conflict in our uh, marriage? Well, Stefan Sardak, again, in this article that I was reading, he gives five tips to help change the conversations in our relationship. The first one is this, when it comes to perspective, he said this, learn to accept that what you and your spouse are saying is your personal points of view. You can both be right and both be wrong, But it's not about that. It's about listening to each other and working through it. That's so good. And I love that. you No, like respect and honor and listen to each other and work through it. The second thing he says is to be curious about the point of view of your spouse and to try to see the world through their eyes. Ask clarifying questions if you need to. Just say, hey, why are you thinking this? And why does it look that way to you? And again, getting rid of that, you know, that first point, there's not a winner and a loser. There's just different Mm -hmm. perspectives. And so digging down and really thinking it through. And the third thing he says is answer your spouse in a way that lets them see and feel that you can see their point of view in the discussion. I think that's important. I love it when we're disagreeing and you're able to just, hey, you know what? 
I can see your point of view. Yeah. And it's not saying I agree with your point yes, of view or just, I think you're absolutely right. It's just like, hey, I can I can see where you're coming from. Yep. I can see why you're saying that. And that just validates the fact that we each have different perspectives and that's okay. Yep. He goes on to say to identify the differences in your point of views and name them in the conversation. This may provide your spouse with the information they need to better listen to you. So just identify those differences in the point of views and, and actually talk about them, name them in the conversation. Like, what is the difference? Like, why do you like Jeff better than Skippy? What is the difference? Is it creamier? Is it taste better? What is it? Oh, it's definitely creamier <laughs> and sweeter. Yeah. It's so delicious. It's so good. You got to go out and buy a jar of Jeff. I know you really meant to say Skippy, but I'll just go on <laughs> to this article. Lastly, he says, do not judge or dismiss the perspectives of your spouse. Remember that although you may not think you are doing this, your spouse may still feel that way. Again, so just don't ignore them or be like, hey, no, it doesn't matter. Or, Dismiss them. Just make sure you acknowledge it. Or belittle them. Yeah. I think the important part is to just validate them and let them have their own perspective. There's nothing wrong with two different perspectives. Yep. You know, there's a really cool piece of wisdom in the Bible in Romans 12, 10. It says this, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. When it comes to two different perspectives, remember you're devoted first to love and honor each other, honor with your words and with your actions. And you know what, even though you disagree on something, make sure you're honoring your spouse. Yeah. And I think honoring is, is just, again, uh, validating the other side, the other person and making sure that you leave room for those differences. Well, instead of getting frustrated by one another's opinion, like you said, Don, celebrate the fact that our two perspectives in this marriage, and that could actually help bring more clarity to the reality of things. And of course, to the circumstances, yep. it might save you money. It, it might help you avoid danger, keep you in the right relationship yeah. so yep. that you don't lose those wonderful people that one of you might have wanted to write off, yes, but the other yep. one realized, no, 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 they didn't do anything wrong. They're good people. Yeah. We don't want to lose out on the benefit of two different perspectives because it really will bring us closer to that reality. So the next time you see an eagle swoop down <laughs> in front of your car to pick up a dead squirrel, it, it definitely has a meaning. It's a bad one. You were right, Don. I was wrong. It means don't eat Skippy no, peanut yeah. butter. <laughs> well, if you do, you'll end up like the squirrel on yeah, the road. <laughs> you're merging all of our perspectives together at I think this I point. Am. But okay. anyways, again, celebrate the differences, celebrate the different perspectives. We just want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, guys, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.